Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about Pisces season, what that entails, when it starts, all of the things. So, Mel, when you think of Pisces, what are the first keywords that come to your mind? Mm. I think of compassion. I think of consciousness. And I think of escapism. Ball fitting for Pisces, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about I, you? I think for me, the three things I think of escapism, it's my number one when I think of Pisces. Um, I also think of intuitive. And then I also think about like, um, like disintegration, but not through like a burning, like a dissolving almost. When I think of Pisces. Mm, I thought of that too, actually. Disillusion. Is a yeah, good I think of like the, you know, the movie The Matrix when like the world's being built up by like the pixels. That's mm -hmm. what I think of, think of Pisces. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Those are good ones. So it's Pisces season now. We just moved into Pisces. Um, so we just wanted to cover that for a bit. Let's talk about what do you think some of the gifts are of the Pisces energy? Well, I think a lot of the, like the medicine of Pisces is number one, it's like the ability to, you, I don't know if you remember as a kid, there used to be like this song that you would sing and it's like, you can't go under it. You can't go over it. You have to go through it. And it was like this whole like marching song. I don't know if I was the only kid that had that <laughs> song, but I think of that song because for Pisces, it's like a, it's like, it can't go under it. It can't go through it. And so I think of like a wave and it goes over boundaries. It's like it floods over something. And so I think a gift of Pisces is their ability to, I wouldn't say bypass, but in like a dark way, it could be bypassing, but they kind of just go over things. They don't, it's not necessarily a big deal. It's just like a wave going over a mound. It's just flushes over. Mm. let's think about water different bodies of water and the water signs so when i think of pisces i'm like that's the ocean for sure right. pisces is the ocean so that when i think of cancer i think of the waves of the ocean like that the movement i actually think of cancer and with scorpio i'm like that's like a tsunami <laughs> yeah <laughs> like um the fierceness of the water when it gets fierce right i feel like that's a good picture for for the water signs yeah and i feel like a big thing too with like pisces <laughs> is it's an embodiment of both the scorpio and the cancer mixture mm, yes i feel like a lot of the signs i would say because like all the fire signs they all something in common because it's all fire so all the water signs and share something in common and so it's just they're just different expressions of the ocean like you said like the wave of the ocean while scorpio is like the the storm of the ocean while pisces is just the actual container it's like the, not the container that's more of a cancer thing it's the actual it's the water that's in the ocean if that makes sense it's like the substance right it's the fullness of it, right? It's like the fullness. It's like the gradual expression until you get to the, what you said. I love, you know, like it's the, it's both. It's all of it. That's Pisces. It's all the water. And um, 
I keep thinking about um, what Darby Costello said in that podcast we listened to. And she speaks about water beautifully. And she was saying how like water is always going down. Like all water desires to return to the ocean, right? Like that's the goal is to experience the ocean, which is its vastness. And so when I think of Pisces, I'm like, um, yeah, I think of like that feeling of returning home to that transcendent type experience of returning to the larger scheme of things. Right. And that's like literally one of Pisces' main themes is like unification, merging. And that makes so much sense with all the bodies of water because they all merge together. Mm -hmm. Meet up point. Yeah. I didn't think of that. I think it's also cool that like the ocean's one of the things on the earth that has still like hasn't been completely explored or charted. And mm. it's very Piscean, <laughs> like the bounds and stuff of the limitless, the unknown it rules over the 12th house of you know the things that are above and beyond us so i also think that's very fitting but this is almost representative of the below because i feel like pisces is associated a lot with like and i think we need to clarify on that i feel like pisces a lot of times is viewed as escapism and in the sense of like numbing and shooting up and i feel like it goes both ways it can numb upwards and it can also numb downwards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you have like you have no go ahead sorry well, I was just going to say what I think of when you're mentioning like these uncharted territories, these spaces, right? Like the other, I guess like, an, uh, I don't know if it's an issue per se, that's not necessarily the right word, but is that's a tendency I think with Pisces is to not be able to differentiate wh- who am I and what is theirs, mm-hmm. You know, who are the others? Who am I? And like that discerning of energy because there's just so much there. And it's like, what portion is my own? I think that's part of the assignment of Pisces is to be able to really, yeah, differentiate, discern what energy is that of the others and what energy is my own. And I don't know why, but I just thought of this. I was, I'm thinking about as Pisces and modern astrology is ruled by Neptune, and then in traditional, it's ruled by Jupiter. And all I just got this visual of like, because you're saying like distinguishing between what's yours and what's theirs. And what I'm thinking about is like the conquistadors or like those that began to explore beyond, beyond their horizons. Jupiter has in that shadow expression its need for greed and expansion. And it's almost like that influence of the Pisces of going beyond one's borders and taking and influencing and not necessarily having a respect for the other. And I feel like that's very Piscean is they don't necessarily know the boundaries of others. And so it's really easy for them to intrude. It's very intrusive. It's not like a mm-hmm. Scorpio where it's going in for the kill. It's more of like this, almost like the the child that doesn't have a filter, doesn't really know like the the social boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, I think maybe that's part of that cancer water in the Pisces where they can be over, um, what's the word? Um, yeah, just like, I think overly mothery, like, you know, that compassion can drive them to points that aren't healthy, right? That compassion where it's becoming, it's like compulsive and not necessarily real compassion anymore. It's more about um a desire 
to merge than it is anything else. And I think it's really important for those with strong Pisces placements to become aware of that. Like, is this real compassion? Because compassion honors the other's boundaries. And if you're not honoring the other's boundaries and you're still actively um, trying to, you know, fix or help or whatever, you know, being mindful that it's, it's coming from the right place and not necessarily from a place of wanting to merge and become something to the other. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Like I think of, again, Jupiter has this sense of being extremely optimistic, like seeing the highest potential. And every Piscean, especially suns, you know, they have a really, again, they have that Jupiter influence. So they see the best in people. And then we take that term of merging and they feel this like obligation or this desire to make people merge with the highest potential that they see them as. Mm, mm -hmm. That turns into, it's inherently like enableism. You're turning, you're enabling someone because you are holding their, you are holding the vision of what they want to become. And instead of you teaching them how to become it, you're trying to force them to be it. And it's not going to work. Mm. I think about, I'm just thinking about my mother, both my parents, my mother and my father are both Pisces. My stepfather is cancer. My husband is cancer. I have a lot of water around me. And I feel like, especially with Pisces, with my parents, having witnessed them, I see that tendency um, where they constantly, um, yeah, crossed those boundaries. And then what would happen is when others didn't respond, they become victims. Mm -hmm. And they become you know, it's almost like, and, and that's why I think that the work for them is be mindful of the energy exchange that's taking place constantly, you know, being mindful of that um, and discerning, is that me? Is it me creating these scenarios? You know, what am I feeling into? Because with my mother, I saw that tendency. She's extremely compassionate and always giving but also, I don't know if she's ever sat with the idea, like, why do I do these things? Um, and to the point of enabling a lot of behaviors that aren't healthy. Right. And I think, like, I always tie it back because I just feel like it has such a big influence is the planets that rule the sign. Mm -hmm. That Jupiter, I realized this is it's not about, and I think that's also a concept that needs to be debunked and like thrown in the garbage is, becoming the highest expression of a planet. I truly believe it's about becoming the balanced expression of a planet because mm -hmm. the highest expression is always going to be changing with the times. You know, the way Jupiter was viewed a thousand years ago is very different than now. And when I think of Pisces, the balanced Jupiter expression is, again, knowing when to give and when to withhold. And I feel like Pisces going through their massively giving and then the second they feel betrayed or they feel like they're not being compensated, then they go into extreme and they become, it's like the ocean. They can become really cold and desolate. Mm -hmm. I think um, Stephen Forrest in his book, Inner Sky, he describes Pisces as like consciousness itself, right? Mm. So like in its healthiest expression, it would be that awareness. It is, you know, when you experience meditation, 
And when you go into meditation, the goal is not to sit there and control the thoughts or stop the thoughts like many would assume, right? We think like, go in and it's going to be silent the whole time and our minds are going to be quiet and calm and that's not the case. The purpose of meditation is to be able to observe the thoughts, right? And then you become aware of the one that watches the thoughts. That's the real you. And I think that's Pisces' assignment. Can the one that's observing it all. Mm, it's like... um like literally a level of awareness that bleeds into and again i think that's what bleeds into their intuition you know of that Mm. if you are aware of everything like it it becomes like i feel like people think intuition is this like spiritual like very out of body thing and i feel like for pisces it's such a natural gift that it is such an in-body sensation it is such a because again it's a level of awareness with the world with people's emotions and let's talk about that how are piscean emotions how what does that even mean mm, well i mean think of the ocean it's like so vast and i think there's it's profound mm-hmm. you know it's there's something about the ocean where you know especially when it's in its stillness that to me is very beautiful like I think there's a depth to what they feel. And that's what I I have to have compassion for my own mother because I don't know um, how she feels. You know, I think there's a depth to what she feels that maybe I don't understand at times. Mm. And, you know, this is why I think it's important. That makes me emotional even saying that. Like, I think it's so important um, to be able to use astrology so that we can have more compassion for one another. Right. Because right. now I understand, like, um, maybe I don't fully feel it or, you know, but I can understand that for Pisces, feeling emotion is a whole nother process than for, you know, my sad self. Um, yeah, I think there is this profoundness to it. I think it probably feels very immense and maybe even scary. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the ocean is so unknown and there's so much hidden and maybe at times it feels like um i can get lost there like feeling like a loss in your emotions right and i think that's what bleeds into like their escapism is Mm -hmm. when they feel so much or when something becomes so intense they only know how to operate in those extremes and so they do extreme things to get rid of that feeling Mm -hmm. and like people that have prominent fifth house placements with pisces in it any really any fifth house but that's more of the leo but what i bring this up because i also think of pisces and i think of the fifth house not just leo and the reason being is fifth house is the house of pleasure and when we think of pleasure it's associated with venus but venus is higher octave is going to be jupiter and jupiter fun is a whole different ball game than venus fun and they go extreme and Tying back to like what you said about how astrology teaches us empathy, it teaches us how to work with signs. That's why I think it's so crucial to understand your chart. Like, I'm not even just saying that. Just like, you really need to know your chart because it teaches you your coping mechanisms. It teaches you Mm -hmm. your natural patterns. And when you have Pisces influence, we all have it somewhere in our chart where Pisces lies is where you feel a sense of 
either great connection or great disconnect. Mm -hmm. Like that might be where you want to experience that merging um, mm -hmm. and or where you express more compassion. You know, I just uh, read a chart last night and they had Pisces in the seventh house. And it's like they it was more about the desire for the partner to embody the Piscean energy, desiring someone who is um, sacrificial almost. Mm. Like they wanted a partner that would be willing to sacrifice for them. Now, what would a, what, cause I feel like all the water signs and it's so fucking weird. I feel like all the water signs feel this need to have a sacrifice. So what is a Piscean sacrifice look like versus a Scorpion, like a Scorpio sacrifice in love? Mm, I think it's different where with like Scorpio, I think it's more about loyalty. Mm. I think with Pisces, it's more about that. It has more to do with love. It has to do with like um, service, like an act of service, like show me the depths you're willing to go. Right. Mm. Like, well, I think with Scorpio, it's more about like stick with me through it all. Like this endurance. Right. Right. Um, I think Pisces desires to see it, to witness it, like, show me that. Right. I feel like Scorpio, and that's the, that's the perfect word. It's the endurance. Like, they want this. They want you to endure through the pain. While Pisces are less about seeing you in pain, I feel like, and more just about, like, the, they want, like, a purity, I feel like, within love. Like, the sense of, not like a Virgo purity, but, like, more in the sense of, like, a, I feel like they define true love through, like you said, the act of service, but then also through how pure the intention is of that act of service. Mm -hmm. I think part of it, though, with Pisces is that they can be overly suspicious yeah. because they feel so much all around. And that's why, again, the discernment piece is so important because I feel like they can misconstrue others um intentions <laughs> and i've seen that and i'm thinking about even i think it was darby that we listened to and she was talking about pisces and she was saying how like they will do acts of service they themselves do that right they continually do these acts of service but they tend to do them in ways where others don't notice them like it's very like hidden their work which i think is beautiful but then what happens is because it doesn't go notice, they become resentful because it's not being um, reciprocated or they hold people accountable to what they've given to them. And then the other person doesn't even know what they just did. Right. It's like recognition. Yeah. But they, you know, I, ultimately, right, all the signs want recognition. They want different forms of it. Some... I, I think the thing is with Pisces, it's not recognition that they're desiring. What is that? That's like. Um... I truly believe it's like a sense of um, praise. You do. Huh. Like, and the reason I think it's praise is because think of like what it is. It's cardinal, cardinal signs like to be seen. They like to be admired. No, it's uh, it's mutable. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> mutable so but never mind i don't think it is praise because if it's mutable i think it's love is going to be like because it is a form i feel like recognition has many expressions right all the signs want to be recognized there's not one sign that doesn't want some form of it 
Because what is polarity point? Virgo. Hmm. So I don't think it's recognition because both those signs for me are like the ones that are hidden. Right? Like they don't necessarily, like both of them can be, um, when you think about, right, the ocean, like it just is seen, but it's also, there's parts of it that will always be unseen. Right. right? And with Virgo, I think of, yeah, the hermit, you know, the one that is the guru, but maybe does it through, you know, like is hidden up in the mountain. You got to go find them. <laughs> well, maybe that's the problem with both Virgo and Pisces is the way that love is like um, the way that not even reciprocated, but like love takes recognition, but these two signs are so avoidant of recognition that it's like a self-sabotaging behavior. It's like, I think that's part of the work there is learning right. to receive. Right. Like, I don't know if they know how to receive. Well, then um, funny story. Know. So I can't say who, cause they will kill me if I say who it is, but an individual that I know, that's a Pisces, um, a new love interest has come into their life. And this Pisces individual, the one that I'm talking about, has been extremely resistant to all of the things. Now, mind you, I looked at the person's chart that the Pisces with. They have a Libra Venus in the second house. They also have Pluto conjunct it. So they're very obsessive. They're very gift giving, all these things. And this Pisces individual, the reason I bring this all up is they are so resistant. They are so reluctant to receiving this love because they feel like they must punish themselves for it. They feel like they're not worthy of it. And I think that's a big thing with Pisces is the sense of if their partners won't sacrifice, they will. They'll become the offering. And mm. that comes in turn as being that victim right they go into that martyrism because they inherently are denying themselves of love but then are upset that they don't have love in their life mm -hmm. mm. i can see that with uh pisces energy for sure i've seen that i'm just thinking about my own mother and she's had to learn to receive love it's been a very long process and even now i can see it's harder it's harder for her um obviously i've also met other pisces it's interesting like because ultimately right like it's all the chart and so those different avenues and different ways that that pisces energy will be expressed um i'm just gonna put out there i think pisces are also really funny <laughs> yes <laughs> like they're all kind of like these jokesters um, at least the ones in my life, they have like a very funny, like a, I don't know, just a really unique sense of humor. Well, and I think that bleeds into that Jupiter again. Jupiter is mm. about joy. It's about like fun. It's the celebration. It's literally like known as like the harvest. That was a big thing with Jupiter. And so, yeah, humor, 100%. Every Pisces I know, hilarious. And I think that that's part of maybe like the medicine for Pisces is first like embracing that part of self, allowing themselves to take joy. And I think the other thing that's really important with the discerning aspect is like discerning what I think is a really beautiful avenue for Pisces is any form of creativity, kind of like the Leo, because it gives it an outlet. Mm. 
And I think there needs to be like an outlet for all that's being channeled. I agree. And I like the word you use discernment. I feel like Pisces is on a spectrum with their intuition. It's either really good discernment or extreme paranoia, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's really finding that center. And how, how would a Piscean find that center? What does that even look like? I think it comes back to that practice of meditation. I think that a diligent practice of meditation is really powerful for anyone with strong Pisces placements because it's about becoming aware of consciousness, of who's thinking the thoughts. Are those thoughts your own? Where are they coming from? Discerning, that's how you build that muscle is through witnessing. And you can only witness if you're pausing. If you're constantly busy in service and service and service, and you're not taking time to pause and consider where your thoughts are stemming from, then who's driving you? What's driving you? Right. It's almost like the levels of consciousness that are built outside of them. And then they're able to, I think of it like rings and they're able to understand what's happening in each ring. Because mm. again, it's super intuitive. It's super so if it's able to distinguish, oh, this is something that's happening collectively versus this is something that's happening to myself, that allows them to make like an action plan that's different because you're not going to, the way you approach something that's collectively is going to be very different than if it's for self. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's a big thing with Piscean energy. And a lot of, and that goes into that victimhood, right? They're like, oh, I feel so much. I blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you have to learn to distinguish yours from theirs and then how to separate it as well. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to just witness it without judgment, without attachment, without trying to fix everything, you know, um, a thought that came in too about like the vastness in the ocean with Pisces is, um, God, it just left me. It'll come. <laughs> it'll but, come. <laughs> it'll come. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely a thing for them. And hmm. It's bothering me that I lost no, it. Right. <laughs> now, I think another thing too, which is important to think about is also how it's the traditional ruler of the 12th house mm -hmm. and how those themes are going to bleed in to the 12th house. Sure. Well, the 12th house, I think of, well, I, I think of Neptune with the 12th house. And that's probably maybe why in modern astrology they use neptune um and i think of yeah like the word that you used earlier dissolution you know that um dissolving process of like you know right that's part of transcendence is that complete loss of ego right and i think that's what's hard with pisces is that loss of ego that loss of self mm. I agree. I think what's interesting too, just thought about this, of I was looking up a little bit about like the, the Piscean age, you know, because we're quote unquote, which I don't even think we are moving into the Aquarius age. I think we have a lot more time, <laughs> but that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> what I was thinking about though, is I was reading about Pisces and during the Piscean age, that's of course when Jesus Christ was born, but it was also when massive religion moved in. That's when religion, the, the like the occult started turning into religions and it had this growth. And I think of that and I associate that with Jupiter again, because again, Jupiter is beliefs and it's not necessarily, it's interesting though, if we think about this, right? Pisces now in our modern day, we can say in traditional, it was ruled by Jupiter, but then it's now ruled by Neptune and Jupiter 
is our beliefs while neptune is like our faith it's like our it transcends our beliefs it's something that we just inherently trust to know it's not necessarily like the bible that's given it's just the bible i would say is more of a jupiterian concept while the connection to god is actually a neptunian concept and so seeing how that bleeds together within pisces i think it's really important to understand that there are layers to pisces and the piscean experience if it's jupiterian or if it's neptunian oh yes and I, that makes me think of like um I think it was Laura that said something about, you know, Jupiter is more beliefs while mm -hmm. um, Neptune is faith, right? And I see a lot of Pisces. It's like the one that can hold the mystery. Mm, I love that. Yeah. You know, because I mean, that's the ocean. This was a thought that I want. I came to me um, <laughs> was that they're concerned with because it's the ocean. They're concerned with like the whole thing right and i think that's what's hard is they're not just concerned with like <clears throat> my neighbor is needing food no they're like the world there's how many millions of children without food they're like right. concerned with these larger facets of human suffering you know i think of like i don't know if she was a pisces but i think mother Teresa, like that <laughs> kind of um level of wanting to help and be of service in this large way is very Piscean. Right, right. That makes sense. Because I think of like different size bowls. I feel like Cancer is like this really beautiful bowl for your home. Scorpio is like this really intense bowl for like the temple. And then like Pisces, it's just this gigantic bowl that is, it's like, I think of offerings. I don't know why, but anytime I think of water signs, I think of offerings. And I think about the type of offering that they would be. And when we talk about Pisces, I think that type of offering, like you said, it's going to be something really big and not in the sense of being over the top, but it could be because it's Jupiter, but it's more in the sense of, like you said, it's more focused on the many than the few. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Into like a philosophical sense in that, it could get really intense with, Ju uh, with Pisces. That's it, the many over the few. And I think that I keep thinking of a saying, I don't know where I got that from, but like, I don't want to be led by the fires in life. I want to be led by spirit, meaning, you know, there's always a fire to put out. But like, is that my fire to put out? Right. And there's a level of trust that's required where it's like, it's hard, right? Because I do believe that we are to be of service and we want to meet needs. But sometimes if it's coming from this place of like constant, um, just impulsiveness versus again, is it really coming from compassion or do you just feel the duty to do that thing? And that could be that Virgo aspect, right? Of like, this is my responsibility. This is my duty to do these things. And then not necessarily trusting spirit but yourself and you're, you're becoming savior now. Right. I think of um, Encanto and I think of Luisa, you know? Yes. Like that's very Piscean. Like she did everything for the community and never had time for herself. And we see that happen so much with Piscean energy is it's all about, like you keep saying, is it's the many over the few. And I also think of it in this way. I think this is really interesting is think of like um, pastor's children 
because Piscean is also kind of like that rulership over religion, rulership over also leading because it's mutable, so it's charismatic. But um, I also think of I think of pastors' children because they are oftentimes the sacrifice for the work of the pastor. I'm not saying all pastors' children, right, are like these fucked yeah, up. Yeah, but a lot beings, of them. <laughs> but a lot of them. I've not met one. That is it. And I think that bleeds into that Piscean aspect because it's again. It's the many over the few, and the few is your family. So you're sacrificing your children's, quote unquote, like well beings and their desires for to help the many, those who are in deeper need. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just brought that up. That is so spot on with like, my father is Pisces, and that is exactly what he did. And I feel like, love the guy, but. I think for a long time, his children were very resentful mm-hmm. of his um, trying to save everyone else and missing out what was going on at home. My dad took care of so many people, would bring like people home to feed them, and then had no idea how to be present to his own children. Right. And that's yeah, that makes sense. Because wow. all of the love is being poured into the many and what he really needs, again, you need to balance all of your water. He needed mm-hmm. more cancer in him of the home, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think so thinking about the polarities, maybe we could finish with this. Just saying like with Pisces, the polarity is that Virgo. And so that Virgo really helps the Pisces. And I think part of Virgo's medicine for Pisces is is the routine, is the establishing of like having, you know, because to me, Virgo is the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very, very clear on the boundaries, very clear on um, and, and the responsibility and the duty and the day to day. Right. Not right. getting lost in the all, but like here in this moment, what is my my work right now in this moment? Mm-hmm. versus like the concern over all at one time and becoming overwhelmed by that. Yeah. And I think another thing too with that is Virgo, it traditionally rules the sixth house and sixth house is the tangible. It's the body. It's the things that are, again, like you said, day to day. And so Virgo's medicine for Pisces is it's learning. How can you actually bring this compassion, this influence of spirit, into physical form, making it something actually applicable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think any kind of um, practices that allow them to connect with the body is probably really powerful. Um, yes, I think like meditation, I think yoga, I think breath work, anything that allows you, I mean, I think about even like working with clay or like, you know, pottery type stuff where you can have um yeah you're, it requires the body and you're experiencing spirit through your physical senses and um yeah i think that's really powerful medicine for pisces yeah all right any last words on our good pisces season <laughs> i think it's good to end like um just saying I love the Pisces energy. I think we have a lot to learn about their compassion. And there's a lot of um, thanks, you know, I'm thankful for those that remind us of the, to consider the many, you know, to consider the many. Right. The empathy that Pisceans have. Yeah. Absolutely.
Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, who knows what next time will be, but I'm excited <laughs> for it. And we will we'll go from there.